Hello, Marie. Long time ago, I want to talk to you. What's a miracle? It's a really pleasure to come back to see you. Today, we are going to talk about an important topic, which is a very interesting and important for my language and culture class. So I'm going to ask you the several questions. Please take care of it. The idea to compare Colombia and Russian countries since three important aspects, such as communication styles, stereotypes, taboos, and etiquettes. So let's start with the following question. Marie, what are the cultural differences you know between Colombia and Russia? Talking about cultural differences between our countries, first of all, we should mention the distance, how far Russia and Colombia are from each other. I think that this distance reflected in so many differences that we, that we have. So, first of all, I would like to mention people and the attitude to each other. Russians are famous for being cold. <clears throat> I think it's partly true. Uh, we're pretty reserved. Um, for us it's difficult to to express our feelings, especially if you don't know the person very well and you need to break the ice first. For Colombians it's on the contrary, uh, you're very open, easygoing people, very friendly and um, for Colombians I think it's easier to find approach to other people. Um, second, I would like to mention work ethic. Uh, I worked in Colombia for one year and I noticed that Colombians are um, a little bit procrastinators, or maybe not a little bit. Um, in Russia, I think that Russians are more responsible and organized in their work, but in Colombia you like to postpone uh, and, you know, this expression, ahorita, is very popular and famous among people. So you never know uh, when the work is going to be done. Yeah, in Russia, if you say that tomorrow, it will be done. So you can 100% be sure about that. And the last thing I would like to mention is the attitude to family. In Russia, it's pretty common to meet people married people at the age of 22, 23 years old, uh, with kids and children. Uh, I know that family in Colombia is the number one priority as well, but you create families um, at um, a little bit older yeah, age. And for us, it's absolutely normal after the graduation from the university to get married. And um, for us as well, this is number one priority uh, to find the right person and to, to, to create a family. Okay, thank you, Mori. So now we're gonna move to our first category, communication styles. What is the core relationship that you find between Colombia and Russian readings? Greetings in Russia depend on the level of trust between people. If it's your friend, um, between women, we can use just a uh, cheek kiss. Between men, it would be handshake or 
sometimes a hug. Mm, if it's your colleague or a boss, it would be only a handshake. And um, yeah, just saying, uh, in Russia we have a different ways uh, to say something, polite and impolite um, version, like in Spanish is tu or usted, the same we have in Russia. So if uh, you want to show that you respect this person, you should always uh, say something in a polite way, yeah, using usted, in Russian it would be we, uh, and using the whole name of the person. Alright, I know what you mean. You have your point there, and also I agree with you, in some information you told me. So, let's go to the, another question. Uh, which which says which body gestures do you find similar and different between both countries? Well, as I mentioned before, we are not very expressive people. Yeah, so that's why we don't really use um, gestures a lot. Uh, while we're talking. Um, common gestures like okay or cool are also um, widely used in Russian, but I don't think that um, any more gestures really. So in Colombia, again, it's a little bit different. Yeah, so you Colombians, you like to use your hands while you're talking, but in Russia, it's not. Yes, you're right. In each culture, each country has different way to communicate, way to express ideas, not only with verbal communication, but also with non-verbal communication. Gestures and body movements mean a different thing for different culture. So let's move to our second category or our second part, which is about stereotypes. And taboos. So, how do you define a stereotype and taboo? I think that stereotype is an idea that you have about other people or other countries and cultures. This idea can be uh, imposed by other people's opinions or by the media, it can be a negative or positive um, idea. Uh, a taboo, I think it's a, um, a set of rules of behavior um, that you need to follow being in another place. So more precisely, a taboo, it's a prohibition in a behavior, yes, some restriction, something that people of other uh, nation will not maybe understand. Oh, nice, thank you for your answer. So, as you can see, in each culture, each person has different idea and meaning about it. What is stereotype and taboo mean? in according with their beliefs and according with their customs and traditions. So let's move to our 
second question for this second part, which is about what are the most common stereotypes and taboos in your country? And how do you find out any of them reflected in Colombia? Well, there are plenty of stereotypes about Russian and Russian people. Most common would be probably that we are cold, we don't smile, and that we are rude people, that we drink vodka every day, and it's always cold in Russia. Um, obviously, these stereotypes are partly true. Um, uh, I think that um, stereotypes about Colombia, talking about it, uh, unfortunately, Russian people don't know much about Colombia, so that's why our stereotypes about your country would be, um, I think, the same as all around the world. First of all, they would relate to drugs and Pablo Escobar. I know, not very positive image. Um, it's changing. Uh, right now, but still, you know, these um, TV shows and news, unfortunately, they don't improve uh, Colombia's image in our eyes. Um, also, we know that, uh, I think that Russian people would think that Colombians are always, you know, um, um, in a good mood, you know, dance, play football, something like that. Um, Talking about taboos, there are also a lot of taboos in Russia. Um, most of them are related to superstitions. Russian people are quite superstitious. So, for example, um, some taboos like don't whistle indoors or um, don't um, never give an even amount of flowers to people. So those ta uh, taboos are related to uh, superstitions. Um, we always take off shoes when we uh, enter our house. Never, never walk in your shoes in someone's house. You totally disrespect this house. Or never show up empty-handed for a party or um, something like that. <laughs> Thank you, yeah, um, you are right. Stereotypes and taboos in both countries are a little bit different, but similar, you know. So thank you, because as you notice, when you live here, just for three months ago, you had those experiences. So thank you. Let's move to this number six. Have you found a particular taboo in Colombia different from your country? Well, I think that um, I haven't noticed too much taboos in Colombia, to be honest, but um, first of all, the attitude to, for example, um, elderly uh, is the same, both in Russia and Colombia, yeah, so it would be impolite to, um, to call somebody older than you in an, an official way, yeah, using two. Yeah, to an old person, it, it's absolutely the same in Russia. Or the role of men and women in our countries are um, a bit similar. So, for instance, a Russian girl as well as Colombian girl would expect 
man to be a gentleman, for example, carrying uh, to carry uh, heavy stuff or to pay on the first date, something like that. Cool, I like why you really mention it. Yeah. So let's move to the number seven in the stereotypes and taboos category. Can you give me some samples of stereotypes and taboos thinking from both countries? Well, as I mentioned, our countries and our people are so different. So, so that our taboos and stereotypes are absolutely different as well. So, um, one common stereotype that we share, I guess, is that you think that Russians drink every day and we think that Colombians uh, do drugs every day. I know that sounds absolutely hilarious and, well, obviously it's not true. Oh, interesting. Now, finally, we have our third aspect about etiquettes. So, to start with this question, how many etiquettes do you know about your country and which ones? Well, talking about etiquette, I think it depends on the situation. Um, if it's a business meeting, um, the um, atmosphere would be very formal, people would uh, be dressed up in a formal way and talk to each other in a formal way. Yeah, using full names, um, using usted and the formal version of uh, the communication. If it's, um, I don't know, a romantic date, um, of course, as I already mentioned, a girl would expect a guy to be, um, to be a gentleman, um, to pay or to bring flowers uh, or to, uh, to have like a small gift, you know, like a sign of attention, as we say, maybe a chocolate or just one rose is enough. If you go to um, a party to another house, it can be your friends or family or family of your friends, whatever. As I mentioned, it's not very polite to come empty-handed. You can just bring, I don't know, a, 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 a bottle of wine or something like that, yeah? And so it's um, very important to express um, respect to each other. Now, can you tell me how many etiquettes do you know about Colombia? Which ones? Uh, well, in Colombia, since I speak Spanish, I know as well the division um, between formal and informal way of speech. Um, table etiquette, I think it's pretty basic in Colombia as well. Like, um, don't uh, talk with your mouth full, or don't serve, or uh, like it's not polite to use your cell phone while talking to other people. Yeah, so I think that uh, business etiquette is pretty much the same as in other countries. 
So according with the previous questions, number A and number nine, what are the most important etiquettes in both countries and why? I think that uh, the most important uh, in our countries while communicating with people is the way you talk to other people. Um, how you greet them, how you address them. Yeah, if you use formal way of speech or informal way of speech. Yeah, it shows a lot your attitude to the to the situation, to this person, and it sets the the certain level of communication and trust between people. Uh, I think that uh, in Russia the most common and the most important etiquette rule is, as I mentioned, to first of all respect the house uh, if you are invited in another person's house to remove your shoes, to remove your hat, to remove your coat, yeah? And um, yeah, to um, behave yourself accordingly. <laughs> thank you, yeah, you're right. So that's all, Marie. Thank you so much for coming. You are very kind. You are my friend. I really appreciate your help. It's all, as always, it's a pleasure to talk to you. And Julian Rodriguez for the Cross Cultural Class Project. God bless you and have a great day.